When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. All right, Winning Plays Podcast. Back yet again in what was supposed to be the calm before the storm of NBA <laughs> training camp, but no. That is not happening. We are not going to go into the season quietly. Sweetie Tirada of Mass Live. We are coming in with a blockbuster. Damian Lillard going to Milwaukee. Uh, Miami coming up empty-handed. And now one more star readily available on the market in Drew Holiday right there. I guess first off, what's what's your reaction to this sequence of events here that that the Bucks kind of come out of the woodwork and then and steal Lillard from... Uh, the heat and a bunch of other uh interested parties yeah well first and foremost beer up uh i would much rather take a blockbuster nba trade my jaw dropped personally but i would much rather take that the wednesday before training camp compared to last year uh which i believe yeah. was what <laughs> like 11 p.m eastern time kind of deal i was in arizona i think uh so i was a few hours ahead but i was like oh okay i guess we're doing this email uh, thing now. Uh, much better <laughs> subject matter to talk about than um yes yeah illegal uh, than not illegal uh inappropriate workplace conduct Yes, uh, very, very happy that we're talking basketball instead of anything else right now uh, on, on less than a week <laughs> before training camp. Yeah, but like I said, B-Rob, I don't know, my jaw dropped. I feel like pretty much all indications was that it wasn't going to be Miami. I know Celtics fans were a little bit worried, but it seemed like one of those deals where the Pel- or the Trailblazers didn't really want to trade with, with Miami and everything. The Raptors seemed like a good team, but the Bucks, man, I don't know, like that's crazy to me. Like I said, my jaw dropped in the sense of like just trying to fit all the pieces in together. I mean, the Drew Holiday, I know we're going to get into it, but just you lose a piece like Drew Holiday, he's, he's so important. But then you add a Damian Lillard, right? And yeah. I thought, and, and I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more and I want to hear your thoughts, B-Rob, but just I, I'm so curious to see how the Bucks will look, right? Like they'll have a first year head coach like Dame, obviously, right? Amazing player, all world player, superstar. I, I thought, you know, especially when the with the injuries with Chris Middleton and everything like that like the Bucks didn't really have a great number two option scoring options because Drew can be that guy but he can't be that guy night in and night out whereas now you have a number one option in Dame and and maybe a little bit, a lot more of the scoring burden won't have to come from Giannis and everything so but you look at it defensively and you lose, you lose a guy like Drew you know you, you think of a Celtics Bucks playoff matchup and like who's going to guard Jason and Jalen right like you no longer have a Drew Holiday type so Pat Connaughton had it you don't even have a Grayson Allen anymore right Um, Malik Beasley Jake mm. Crowder they've got yeah no it's no you know it's like they're betting they're making the big bet on offense over defense mm -hmm. and I mean obviously there's still plenty of time to for them to adjust the roster as they go here but their their assets are 
pretty sharply depleted here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if they have any feature first left to move, period. Um, and player-wise, yeah, you're like, who's going to stop a Lillard, Giannis pick and roll? Like, I don't know. But also, who is going to yeah. stop, like I said, who's going to stop Tatum Brown or anyone else in the in the East and on the perimeter? And so it it is like, it's a fascinating, you understand why the Bucks did it. Mm-hmm. Um, since holiday as like a number two is clearly like, wasn't good enough for them offensively the last couple of years, um, with, with Milton not being himself, but now, um, they're going to be stretched to the bring on defense, but it might not matter if they're outscoring teams, if they're scoring 100 point, 20 points a game. Yeah. And I just, one big concern I did have with Dame is just, he's, he's not, he's 33 years old and he's had durability injury concerns the past few years. And I'm just a little bit concerned about how he's going to hold up throughout the season. Obviously, the Bucs can do what the Celtics have done with Malcolm Brogdon and Al Horford and, and, and Rob and, and, you know, what they will do this season. But it's just that that's all, you know, that's an old guy. I, I'm just a little bit, I guess my big concern is how he's going to look in, you know, the East Finals and beyond. Right? Like that's a very long season and, and it's just not guaranteed that this 33-year-old guy is going to be able to hold up. So that's just... I have a lot of questions, you know, obviously, right? Like Giannis was kind of hinting that he might leave. So I totally respect the Bucks front office or swinging for the fences and doing what they did. And like you said, like they only had so many assets to give out or to trade and they're pretty much depleted now. So, but in terms of, you know, how all the pieces fit, it, it'll, this should be fun though, B-Rob. Like November is, is uh, I forgot the exact day, November 22nd or whatever, first Celtics-Bucks games of the season in Boston, the first of four. And, and that should be a lot of fun. I'm just... We'll we'll see how it all it, how it all works out. Like I'm, I'm I'm super excited though. Like basketball season is right around the corner. Like we're about to flip into October. Like this should be a lot of fun. No, I mean it's gonna be a straight up arms race coming up here. Because when you have mm-hmm. the Bucks making this type of chess move to start the year, then every team, including the Celtics, have to take a hard look at themselves and be like, mm-hmm. okay, we like our team. Do we love our team? Do we think we <laughs> like match up well enough against these teams to like to mm-hmm. get over the hump here and. And with all these teams being very much now in the win now window, like that the pressure is on, like there's no, you can't say, you know, you can't plan on a year here and there. The Celtics have obviously seen opportunities slip away, great opportunities slip away in the last couple of years. And now the road on paper looks tougher. And that's something that we weren't necessarily the case like a week ago now. So that's going to cause all these teams to look at themselves. And I do honestly like, We'll spend plenty of time on the other stuff, but I think the, the pertinent stuff now for the Celtics and the rest of the East is this Drew Holiday situation, which I mm-hmm. think is really worth diving into since the whole world knows that he's available um, after the Blazers picked him up. Um, they're going to keep DeAndre Ayton, it sounds like, a younger guy, a guy that they... I don't even, I don't even know. I mean, we can talk about the Blazers later, but this is like, it's kind of... They, they did weird stuff here. I'm not exactly sure what to make of it, but they obviously are going to try to turn Drew into a lot more stuff for them. And the Celtics are one of several interested parties there. What what say you about just in general, like the, the going for Drew Holiday versus the the cost of acquisition here for the Celtics in this in said scenario? Yeah, I mean, Bureau, we did a great job on Mass Live this morning, just kind of breaking down the numbers, the contract number, right? Like everyone wants to throw Malcolm Barker and some picks into a trade, but that's not how salaries work uh, in the in the NBA salary cap and all that good stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, I I thought you did a pretty good job of laying it out in terms of like, this doesn't really make sense, it seems. Like you're going to have to include a Malcolm plus a Rob, which just 
I, I feel like that's a non-starter for the Celtics and, and who they, they are. I do wonder if the Celtics offseason looks very different if the Dane trade happened, say, around the draft or so. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, like, do you let a guy like Grant and Marcus walk, right? Like, especially because you're going to want more defensive juice. You look at a Porzingis type end, right? If the Celtics play a little bit more drop coverage, playing against a Dame Giannis pick and roll isn't exactly, that's not exactly ideal, right? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, stuff Curry in the 2022 NBA finals, um, kind of shades of that a little bit. So, but it just seems like Drew with his age, like I believe he's also 33, like he doesn't really necessarily fit the Celtics core. And it's just, it's just one of those things. Like I understand, you know, the Celtics should do their due diligence and everything, but it's just, it's just doesn't seem like it's going to make much sense, especially if they're going to get into a bidding war with other contenders. Um, and, and that's kind of what you laid out, B-Rob. I thought on the outside earlier today. All right, let's take a break to hear from our sponsor, FanDuel. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. So visit FanDuel.com Boston and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling help line ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smarts from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Yeah, it's it's because it is it's like this is a guy that they wanted years ago and the mm-hmm. Bucks got him and the Bucks won a title with him. Um, so it's like, okay, yeah, like that's like, it's kind of crazy that, that that's happened already. And then they've already flipped him again. And so like, that's like the, the life cycle of the NBA here where it's like, okay, like, you know, you're not, you're not set for life here after you win a title, even like mm-hmm. whatever it was three years ago. Like, nope, we actually, we need to get better here again. And we're going to use you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this guy was like, I want to retire a Buck. yeah right no. what was this quote was that like last month that he was talking no about? i thought it was literally yes like two days ago Dude, oh like, my god or, I, it probably wasn't two days ago the interview but it was very recently right interview, which is just i mean at the same time though right like when we heard about the chris southwards thing deal initially we thought malcolm brogdon was gone which felt very natural and then close to midnight marcus smart is gone right so it's just that's just that's, that's just how the league goes unbelievably sometimes and so like from that standpoint like you can make a case for it from like, okay, a closing lineup of like Drew Holiday, Derek White, Brown, Tatum, mm-hmm. and whatever big's left, Porzingis or, you know, Horford. Like that's, that's pretty damn good. Like that's yeah. probably the best closing five in the NBA, like, you know, top to bottom um, pretty easily there. Is it, is it the perfect one? Like not necessarily, but it like that covers all your bases. With that said, your depth in the front court. It, it's just, I think for me, it's like the whole depth and like in the front court of like, mm-hmm. you let Grant walk. So now you have Porzingis who is reportedly, you know, good to go for camp here. Al and Rob. And that's it. So you even take one of those guys out of the equation period. And you go down to Luke Cornett on the depth chart chain. Like that puts you in a 
pretty vulnerable spot if just one of those guys gets hurt, which is almost mm-hmm. a guarantee to happen this year for like <laughs> given their their tracker there. So mm-hmm. then it's like, well, is Holiday that much better to like to mitigate that risk? Or like, are you going to be okay if one of those guys going down? Are you have enough left over to go get someone who can fill that sp- spot with that? You know, the Grand TP. Like that's to me, that's like maybe they can, maybe they have something up their sleeve where they can pull off that kind of a deal, Switchy. But like mm-hmm. on the surface, I think that's might be too much to to try to pull off here, especially against what other teams are are bidding. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing too is that Brad Stevens has obviously not been shy to trade away his his first round picks, but I I thought that's looking at him in the more short term in terms of like right trading next year's pick or the past few years and everything. But like they they've kept the cupboard pretty stocked up besides that a uh, pick swap with the Spurs and and then and then you kind of look at it and just like hmm okay it it just seems like they're gonna do their due diligence, but it's not necessarily gonna be something that they that they push their chips all in for. And I think that's, I think personally, B-Rob, like that's a smart thing to do. Like you've already made your gamble this off season on Chris Tops. Like it's, it does, you don't like, obviously the, the Dame trade to the Bucks changes things, but I think you look at this roster and you're like, okay, well we've already made our big swing. Like, like, like that's okay. Like it's, it's okay to kind of stand pat, especially if the Drew Holiday situation doesn't make, make sense. So I, I think you just look at it and you feel okay with where this roster is at. As you said, the injury concerns are very big. I, I just think depth is too big of an issue, especially over the long regular season. Going, you know, we like the playoffs are a long playoffs are long, man. They're two months long. That's why I'm kind of concerned with the Dame situation in terms of like, will he be able to hold up? Like, will the Celtics be able to hold up? So, sure. just taking away from that depth is not necessarily, I think, the move. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're at, right? And and that that's just how it is. Like like I said, maybe they keep. Maybe they try to hold on to Marcus a little bit more, knowing that Dave is going to be in Milwaukee. But that's the past, and, and you just kind of have to live with it now. Yeah, it's. I mean, that will be talked about plenty if if they if the Celtics get torched by Dame in the Eastern Conference semifinals <laughs> or finals like that. This is going to be uh, a column that will be written many a time. But it is. Mm-hmm. It's like to your point, though. With like the Rod, like yeah, if they took their big string of Porzingis. Was that maybe too early? We'll we'll see, but. There is something to be said now for kind of seeing what it looks like um, before mm-hmm. making any any other meaningful changes here. And I do think the Celtics still have a swing to make. In my mind, they only have one real big swing left to take, and that's with Brogdon's like contract. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Brogdon comes to camp and he plays great, and everything like, the chemistry is great, and everything's fine. Like, yeah, like that. That's totally possible that they, you know ride out if if this group has something special going on and he's fitting in there but if not if you want to say okay where can we where do we need our next best upgrade to lost or to create that you know perfect mm-hmm. lineup to go up against Damon Giannis or Miami if they add another star here like that's you have to be able to do that and if you if you bet on Drew now then you literally take away that option for the rest mm-hmm. of the season here and that is something I think they need to like the organization. I feel like we'll probably be looking at very closely here being like, okay, if we're going to spend this trade capital, is this like the right guy to do it on? Or is mm-hmm. there going to be a better fit potentially that might become available in December or at the trade deadline or whenever? Yeah. And I think that's just the luxury that the Celtics have in that it's a long season trade deadlines not until February, right? That's still five months away. So let's, let's, it's, it's a great idea. I think just to be patient and see what you've got. And, and, 
my big thing too is like you look at it right the Celtics and Bucks look like the two favorites coming out of these both teams at this point have a lot of question marks not anything to be like are they even going to be title contenders obviously they probably will be but it's just to see how it all fits out and I think just taking the patient approach is smart because you know you, ne- you never know right like people are I would love to see a Celtics Bucks East Finals and everything Milwaukee in May is much nicer than in Christmas for example um, but it's just it's just one of those things where you just don't know. The Bucks lost in the first round last year. The Celtics looked like they had an easy path to the finals. That wasn't the case. So it it, it just seems like as of right now, like you said, the Malcolm situation is, is kind of the most volatile one on the Celtics right now. But we we don't know about that, right? Like obviously the vibes could be terrible at the end of training camp, and it could be very obvious that a trade is needed. But that's not set in stone. Like training camp starts next week, and, and then you have a. a you know, you have, we're a little less than a month away from the start of the season. So at this point, though, I think you you kind of just look at your options, see how the roster battle ch- takes out. Maybe a Lamar Stevens or somebody surprises you a little bit. And I think you can kind of go from there. Yeah, be some fun and a roster battles during camp here that we'll get to be watching in, in a couple of weeks. And the other one thing with, with Drew, too, that I think it was worth for us discussing is like, he's got one year left in his deal. Like mm-hmm. he's going to opt out. He's going to want a new big contract at age 34 and the Celtics a may not be able to afford that <laughs> may be may not want to pay that regardless. And so are you willing to just give up that much for, for one year of a guy and like, mm-hmm. be willing to, which, which a case can be made for that. Be like, okay, pushing all your chips. Yeah. Like make a team that is impossible to stop and then deal with the, the ramifications later. But then if, if that doesn't work, then you're you're in a really, really rough spot um, next summer. Yeah, and I, I don't know, B-Rub. I kind of thought, maybe not like, obviously, Drew Trade would be all in, but it felt kind of like last year for the Celtics, they had a kind of, in like a very ideal situation in terms of like pushing all your chips in, especially with the new uh, CBA and everything. Like, they had a guy like Malcolm Brogdon being a sixth man, right? Like, you had a Derek yeah. White who wasn't even necessarily, like, he played all 82 games, but there were times when he wasn't even necessarily a starter. Like, that kind of felt to me like the team where you didn't necessarily go all in because you're not dealing with, like, picks and, like, kind of paying it forward and everything like that. But that felt like a like a all-in situation in the sense of this, it, it wasn't going get, to get to be a much better situation, it felt like. And so I think that with, it, it, it just seems like, a Drew holiday trade, though, would you would have to pay it forward a few years later. It's kind of like the NFL where you just kind of kick the can down the road with a salary cap and, and restructure salaries and everything. Like the Celtics don't necessarily have that going forward. So I don't think they necessarily need to do that just because I think the number one thing with us with the Celtics right now is that this feels sustainable in the sense of like you have Jalen locked up, you're going to lock up Jason. And obviously you're going to have to be savvy. You're going to have to hope like a Jordan Walsh or someone hits um eventually down the line some cheap production but this still feels sustainable whereas with the bucks right like dame is 33 yeah sure Giannis might not necessarily leave anytime soon but brooke lopez is getting up there in age chris middleton is getting up there in age like it doesn't change the fact that they have a very stagnant roster whereas the celtics you know they're they're in a good spot in terms of like the front office has done a, it's done a in my opinion a great job in terms of keeping this as i said a sustainable product as of now no, it's a really good point. Like, Dan, like this for the Bucks, this could be a one or two year spell. Like, if things don't like mm-hmm. this doesn't work there, like they could just blow it up next summer and be like, let's take if Giannis is going to yeah. leave, like let's let's get all we can from now. Who wants Dame? Like, Brook mm-hmm. Lopez, you're old too. Like, we don't want to pay you all that money. Let's like, <laughs> you know, like I, that's again that's extreme. Like, I don't expect that to happen. Like, they could mm-hmm. obviously win all, but like it, there's 
there is a a very real downside in Milwaukee here and there. Again, they they kind of foresaw that probably coming anyway, so they're trying to make this trade to, you know, fight back against it and at least give you know something for Giannis to to hold on to. Maybe they, even if they start out strong, like hey Giannis, this looks pretty good. You, you want to sign this thing now? Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it seems like he's probably just going to keep the pressure on and knows that all these guys are in their thirties and like even like Chris Milton, like what is. He didn't look like anywhere close to himself last year. So he's probably like the biggest X factor in all this now. He gets to be the third option, but like if he's not mm-hmm. right, then it's like, okay, like that's, yeah. that's defendable. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like we, the big thing with Dame, I thought with trading him was that like he could make $63 million in 2026, 20, 27 at age, what, 36, right? Like we, Dame is awesome. I've been a Dame, you know, I, I've enjoyed watching Dame for a long time. And I got a few friends being like us Dame fans, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, man, Dame's great. But look, like he's getting up there in age. You just don't know what the books are going to look like. And conversely, you don't know what Giannis is going to look like. I feel like that's the kind of the biggest question mark right now. So, but, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited for this season. though, be Rob. I, you know, we've got the Celtics week ahead, media availability and everything. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to get get into, you know, kind of the, the thick of it very soon here. I'm enjoying the last few days of the off season, uh, but this should be fun, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It really should. It's uh, plenty of meat on the bone to start this uh, training camp here next week. And where is the holiday situation? Or just camp itself? Plenty of storylines here. We'll be <laughs> on top of it all at Mass Live um, between Sweetie and myself, starting on Media Day on Monday. So check us out there. Check Sweetie out on twitter or x if you will at suichi <laughs> s-o-u-i-c-h-i tirada if you're not already you should be and yeah that's it guys we'll obviously be on top of these roster moves in the weeks to come in the days to come here if anything breaks we'll be on it and in the meantime we'll see you guys at camp next week